Hello and welcome to You Two in the Back, your comic media guides. I'm Zach. And I'm Richie. And here we are. We're on episode seven, correct? We are on episode seven. That's crazy. It's weird to I say can't that. believe it. Yeah, we're almost going to be uh, a couple, uh, handful more, and we're going to be a year into this podcast. That's, that's kind of nuts already. That's really great. Um, I'm excited. Uh, we keep getting more and more listeners and more yes, and more do. tips and tricks. Uh, the podcast itself is evolving and becoming, I think, kind of on its own what what we want it to be, which I'm yep. very excited for. Um, so let's get into it. Uh, happy uh, Thanksgiving and such. This is our November podcast. Exactly. So. And we're continuing our Marvel journey. That's right. Uh, Marvel That's right. Studios journey. Yes. Um, one of the things that we talked about when doing this podcast is, of course, one of the biggest and, well, the biggest name in the game is Marvel. Yeah. And so you can't ignore it. You got to do that. And um, there's so many good different comic book movies. Uh, if you haven't heard our previous episodes, one of the biggest ones of response we got was Road to Perdition. Yes. Both on our um promoting it and also just people not realizing that was a comic book movie yes and so like um of course we want to do the weird ones and the wacky ones but today we're just going to have a great time at the beginning of the marvel studios universe yes we are going to dive into the incredible hulk this is the 2008 version yep um it was closely followed by a 2003 version but we'll get into all that craziness uh in the movie exactly um but we are with incredible hulk this is starring edward norton directed by Louis Leterrier, um, Liv Tyler, Tim Roth, uh, all just naming a few. There's a ton of people William in this. <laughs> yep. Uh, this released on June 13th, 2008. Wow. Uh, that's, it, can't believe it's like 15 years yeah, ago. It had a budget of $150 million Ooh. and the box office bring home was $264.8 million, right. making it hilariously one of the lowest MCU that's hilarious <laughs> box yeah. office grosses of all time so uh zach why don't you take us back in time what are we doing in 2008 excellent so on this date on june 13th 2008 if you're listening to the song uh going to the movie you're you uh the hit song at the time is gonna be lollipop by Lil wayne oh wow uh but this also was the very first day of coldplay's viva la vida was released <sighs> Um, the movies, if you didn't want to go see The Incredible Hulk, uh, this was the number one movie, but, uh, the number two, you're going to enjoy this, was M. Night Shyamalan's The Happening. Yes. So two green, um, people, two green movies happening at the same time. Mm -hmm. Um, and then History, this is kind of sad, I actually remember this, and I can't believe it was the same day, uh... On this day, Tim Russert, host of Meet the Press, uh, died at 58 years old on oh. June 13, 2008. That is that is crazy. There it is. Yeah, wow. crazy. Okay. I, and yeah. <laughs> That's just, I didn't so even... long ago, but yet so, so close ago. Yeah, right? <laughs> I could have swore that was yesterday. But, uh, well, now we have to decide how yes, many we people do. we're bringing into this film. Yep. Uh, if you are new to the podcast, this is our grading system. Yes. Uh, one ticket is just a ticket for Zach and I. We don't think other people will really enjoy this. Correct. Uh, where five tickets, we're bringing everybody. We're Every bring single the person grandma, we know. Yes. The nana, we're going to take her. We're going to figure it out. Yes. With that in mind, Zach, how many tickets are you buying for this film? Uh, for this movie, uh, I'm going to buy three. Three? Um, yes. I am a fan of this film. I remember seeing this uh, the year it came out. 
And I remember coming off the heels of Iron Man, and my big takeaway, I mean, we're going to get into all the nitty-gritty, of course, in mere seconds, but I always thought this was a very good movie. Mm -hmm. uh, Iron Man is a classic film, and I think it has that... Um, that little thing that happens with, like, Godfather, where people go, well, I just saw a classic superhero film, right. and the second one is good, so that makes it bad. But that's not... I think you're right there. I'm going to join you with three tickets on this. Uh, the, the, the theme of this, to me, is um, gambling. There's a lot of push, and there's a lot of things that aren't set in stone that they're yes. just kind of putting out there in the ether, yep. and it then pays off in just dividends. So, exactly. Uh, we have our tickets now, so we All might right. as well get in the theater and start this bad boy up. All right, let's do it. Hit play now. All right, so uh, we got uh, The Incredible Hulk here. It's going to be starting up. Uh, this came out in 2008. It was the same year as Iron Man. So, again, this is the very beginning. This is the second of the Marvel Studios uh, films. Mm -hmm. This was in conjunction with uh, Universal because they had the rights for Hulk films. And that's going to kind of get into some of the nitty-gritty of, like, why there hasn't been another Hulk film since this one. Yeah, I want to get into the history, especially the 2003 film um, that pre preceded this. Yep. But uh, the beginning of this movie fires off quick. Yes, it does. Uh, they, and I love that. Yeah, they take off, They take kind of a hint that Marvel actually Studios hasn't been logo. done before. Um, but this was a... This was a... Um, they ignore our beginning, our origin story. It's told through the credit scene here. Yes, and I love that. I was that's one of the things I know I have in my notes is a great way to show us without having to do a whole origin movie. It, and, it and was I before it's time because Spider Man they were re-showing us an uh, origin. Batman had been showing us re-origin, but Incredible Hulk went okay. You know what? They just saw this five years ago. Exactly. Let's start something different. Exactly. So this is also a um, a nod to the television show. Absolutely. It's a nod to the previous movie. And like Richie said, if you've never seen a Hulk movie, this is your introduction. But without having to get into the nitty gritty or like half the movie being like why they did it. Uh, yeah. And I rewatched the Hulk 2003 for this. Oh, good for you. I did not. Because I wanted to see the differences. Yes. And I totally... Um, understand why I like this one more than that one. Yes. But, but yeah, this is very comic booky. This is very, um, you know, it's very dramatic. And that's one of the things I love. Yeah, with General Ross with his hand there. Yes. This uh, is, uh, to me, uh, the, you mentioned that there's a lot of um, nods to the original film, the television show. Uh, the one other thing that's very steeped in a lot of this is... Um, love for the character Hulk. Yes. It, like there's no corner like left unchecked here. No. They bring in everybody that's ever worked on Hulk um, yep. to include voice actors from the the cartoon. Um, obviously the actors. There, there's green everywhere. That's one of the things that like like a lot of people. Th this kind of gets written off in the MCU movies, but when you look at it, there's so much production design and like. Even when you look back at this movie, like we have for this podcast, yes. they have there's green cars in the background, there's yeah. green soda, there's like it's yes. really fun and clever and how they did it. Yes. Um, so again, the entire the entire intro to this is telling you all of the origin, everybody's motives. It's trying to explain 
um, basically the beginnings of the story. So we can almost almost start in Act Two. Yes. Like, um, get get going. It's already yeah. It's and and that is the theme of this film and why I I think it's one of if not the best, uh, arguably the best Hulk movie that is in existence. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I. I love this movie. I'm one of the people that uh, everyone just stopped looking at his clock. I thought that was a cool way. Uh, Days Without Incident right here, 158. I love that they did this because it's a clever and fun way to tell us the audience about time, Mm -hmm. but also have cool moments and to tie into, like you said, the Hulkness of it all. Yes. Uh, Edward Norton is your uh, Bruce Banner in this film, and one of the things that what happens when you hire Edward Norton, he's actually, uh, he's... Very well documented as changing the screenplay, uh, yes, doing different directions and things like that. That will come up a lot in this podcast because uh, it's it actually has a lot to do with the film's uh, shortcomings, yes. uh, according to a lot of different sites. Uh, so there was a little bit of, uh, I, I would guess I would call it disagreement on how the directive of this story was going to go. Yes. And Edward Norton uh, had a vision but so did the director, and then so did you know uh, Feige at this yep. time, and the producers of a up a, a rising uh, movie yep. franchise. Exactly, and up uh, oh, right here. Yep, that is uh, the original uh, Orig- David Banner yep. from the television show. He had passed by this time, so they made sure to put him. That's really cool into yep. the film, uh, and I love this because this is actually how people um, learn languages. You watch children's programming, simple. You know, things, watch it over and over again, and you learn um, like that. And I love that. And again, so so that's one of the things I love about this film is that there are... It's a very simple story. It's a superhero story. And if you just want to kind of take it and leave it at that, you can. But there are so many elements that have been added, whether it's because of Edward Norton, Feige, just the mess of making art. Yes. There are so many... Like this shot right here, and him getting control of it. And like, there are just so many n- nice, subtle things that they put in this movie that I... Um, really appreciate. Well, and it's also talking about one aspect uh, that I think the television show really leaned into um, is that Bruce Banner does not like Hulk. And you kind of lose track of that, especially in today's MCU. Yes. Because um, they've, they've found their they found their peace together. Yes. But uh, the thing I love about this film is Edward Norton really does show you the traumatized or, um, I guess, in conflict Bruce Banner throughout the entire film. Yes. He never wants to turn. Yes. And Ruffalo has that at the beginning of his intro, but like for the most part, it they kind of lean superhero. into it. Yes. Um, which is fine. No, it is fine. And and I love Edward Norton here. I, I, I definitely would have liked to have seen him continue on, but I know because of the behind the scenes stuff, what, you yes. know, that kind of happened. But, um, but I love, that's one of the things I love about this, them setting this in a different country mm-hmm. uh even the hulk movie was set in america the the previous one they're trying mm-hmm. to make it like u.s military and they will later on yes but they're setting up that he's on the run that he's you know and i love i think this is a great way to add the flavor that to add some of that tv show element but it has been part of the comics he's always been on the run i mean it's it's a big part of his character so yes doing it this way is a fun um cinematic way to do it so let's really quick. First of all, this is a, a a weird kind of throwaway plot point. Yes. Where uh, Banner is working with an insanely gorgeous woman yes. in a Ooh. factory. Yes. <laughs> um. Uh. But uh. This is a weird soda 
plant he works at for reasons. Yep. And uh, green to soda. It's kind of yep. like Mountain Dew looking. You know? Yep. Yep. Uh, gets hurt and kind of bloops in some blood, and we have a great. Uh, oh, and, and again, yeah, this is one of those moments where um the seed is great because you see that he is smart enough to help him with his factory. Even the boss knows that, and he wants to give him, you know, right here. He's saying, "I want to, you know." Uh, give you a better job, but he knows that's going to make him more um, vulnerable. Stressed, yeah. Yeah, and uh, and so while you're listening to this and you're going, oh yeah, why doesn't he want a job and all this, then this happens, and it just changes the moment, this blood right here. Great yes. CGI blood, by the way, yeah. I think. I think this is a nice shot, going all the way down into the bottles. But now it just stops, and now it's like, whoa. Yeah. Now everyone, it's free. he's freaking out, and you know, if you've never seen the Hulk... You're going, why is he freaking out so much? Mm-hmm. Something's up with his blood. And, and that's, you know, I, that's showing, not yeah. telling. And as this is working, um, you say, like, had you if, had you not seen this before? And that is actually an interesting concern because, again, we've mentioned it before, there was a previous movie um, done by... Ang Lee. Uh, yes, what was it? Um, Eric Bana. And, uh, but who was the the owner of it at the time universal it is yeah, yeah. universal universal yeah. was on contract to keep the hulk film yep. and they had created but they needed to create a sequel yep and they couldn't do it in time nope which meant that marvel studios could then make their own film yes. uh, with uh universal having the distribution rights yes that's where a lot of the confusion came from well what does this hulk movie have to do with this um Kevin Feige and Galen Hurd worked uh, toe in line, calling the movie its own thing, but not wanting to dismiss the Lee's film. Sure. Uh, so they started using the term a requel All right. uh, yep. for a reboot and sequel. So there are elements that came from, like, in, in their eyes, like, potentially Eric Bana's Hulk... Yeah. Like Edward Norton's Hulk had, had done something similar to that and I is could, kind of okay. dealing with the problems there just to try to continue to keep audiences in tow sure. of understanding the well, superhero yeah. well, and yeah, while that, doing their own thing. I was going to say, this feels very this Like you said, this is still early days of the MCU and people are afraid to totally detach it from its previous incarnations. They're going, right. we want the people who saw the TV show to come to this movie. The people who saw the previous movie to come to this movie. Mm-hmm. And there's, like you said, they're setting up things for this new universe. But it still works as its own movie. Absolutely does. Um, and some of the, the things that are criticisms, I just go, yeah, but that was filmmakers going, all we had before this was... Yes. Um you know, the Fantastic Four Fox films or something. So mm-hmm. they're they're inventing the new cinematic Marvel language with this movie and what they were doing with Iron Man and Iron Man 2 and all that sort of stuff. So um, that's why I don't hit as harshly with some of these because I think they're still really great movies. Yes. Do they, do they um, compare to Endgame or some of the things that they got when they perfected the perfor- formula? No. But when you're still learning, getting things that are still nice to watch is... It's hard to do. When creating a masterpiece uh, out of clay, there's a lot of messiness that goes through it. But there's also beauty in that form yes. until you get to something truly magnificent. Yes. And this is that forming that's happening here. And like I was saying, risk-taking is happening. A ton of risk-taking is happening. Uh, they use the success of Iron Man, and they just kind of started really implementing a ton of things. Like, if this works... We're going to go far. Yes. And I don't think that people can recognize how, I guess, how 
innovative that is. Yes. It changed the way we do film now. Oh, yeah. Uh, We're now in a world where films have to think franchise. Like, how long can I keep an actor? What's the contract I can keep them for? Absolutely. Well, and and we'll bring it up later on when we get to it, but... um... There are moments in this film that even back then we were freaking out and we had no idea what we were going to be getting. None. And we were like, oh, so, um, but uh, again, uh, good boy. Love the dog. Love that <laughs> he's dog. made all this uh, little chem set in his, um, you know, uh, he's smart enough to make it out of tires and all this. And... Well, when we talk superhero movies, what we like to talk about, especially uh, Zach and I, we want to see if they can get all elements of that character yes. into a film. Okay, yes. one of the hardest things I think to make a superhero movie is the idea that these characters are very three-dimensional in the comic book world. Yep. They've had sometimes hundreds of years to build character development and yep. kind of create who they are. Yep. Thousands of issues, tons of writers. Right. And, um and and when you get to a character and you go, "Oh, I love this character now." But then you go and you go, oh, that wasn't added till the 80s, and this wasn't added till <laughs> right. the 90s, and whatever. And you're trying to add all this into a movie for a brand new audience. That's very hard, and I think this movie does a really good job of it for right. uh, we, the layman. And and that's exactly it. So you with 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 a film, especially with the runtime of what one forty six one forty six, you could really risk your character being one-dimensional. And in Hulk's case, that's not the worst thing ever. No. Because Hulk Smash is very one-dimensional, but Banner has all the complexities and things like that. This movie made me become a Hulk fan. I, before, um, when this movie came out, uh, I was still a, you know, a teenager, and I was more of a Superman, Batman, you know, X-Men. Hulk, I was always like, he's just an angry guy. Right. I didn't get the Bruce Bannerness. I didn't get the melodrama. And I think this movie does a really great tr- job of showing the melodrama and the relationships and why it just, it really sucks to be Banner. Yeah. And then yes. the Hulk part is the cool kind of, um, you know, powerful part that comes along. Oh, here's the great Stanley. <laughs> Rest in peace. Yes. Uh, love this. People were um, freaking out about this in the theater. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kind of messed up to kill him in his uh, <laughs> second MCU, but oh, and I want to say um, I love William Hurt in Another this R. Thunderbolt yeah. Ross. I think he's an amazing uh, Thunderbolt Ross. I uh, it it will devastate me that we don't get him to his full uh, yeah. precipice yes. of the character. You it know? is nice that so we're getting as of this recording. Um, we're getting yes. Harrison Ford, Harrison Ford as uh, yes. as Ross. So that'll be fun. It's a definite. Um, you know, if you're going to get somebody, but That's I would have loved to have seen what they would have done. I think with he crazy Hulk. I think he would have really had a blast doing it. I, I think he's one of the best parts of this movie, in my opinion. Like, he, throughout this entire film, is Thunderbolt Ross for me. And arguably, you kind of have... He has to be that good, right? Like, the Thunderbolt Ross is a serious character, not just to Hulk, but to everything. Yes. Um, here's the great Tim Roth walking in. Uh, Quinn Tarantino uh, alum. Uh, you know, you've seen him in a ton of stuff, and here he is uh, being... The bad guy. Tim Roth uh, and his ability to adapt to script to also, like, uh, if you watch this against She-Hulk, you're going to see two, I think, very different concepts of a man, right? Yes. But Tim Roth is so good that he can tie those two vastly different ideas and kind of marry them together 
and anchor it into his own character. Yes. I was never thrown off by Abomination in either no. form. No. And it, well, I think it. I think it's because of him. Yes, I agree with you. Yes. They, well, yeah. They they've gotten some really great actors, and when you do that, like this, I love, like this fighting um, scene right here. If he's like, yeah, you just have great actors, and they just um, um, kill it. Um, and the director of this, as you said, uh, his most recent work was uh, Fast X, the most recent. Um, huh. And he's a very entertaining director. He also did, if I remember correctly, um, I'm trying to remember what else he did. World War Z, I think. Uh, yeah, that sounds right. But anyway, all of his movies are entertaining. And I think this is definitely a movie that, um, oh, yeah. And I wanted to say, doesn't this just sound like Tim Blake Nelson, even though it's small little words? <laughs> yes. Can't you even hear him? Yes. When he's uh, talking, and I love an encrypted, you know, I need more data. I love, and I love this, that he's getting help and he's he's trying to figure it out because he's the one of the smartest people in Marvel, but he still needs help. Yes. And, and that is, um, oh yeah, home. And, and Edward Norton is really bringing it with the, um, I want to be Bruce Banner. And that's something that I can appreciate very much about this movie, is that I don't think that he is phoning it in at all. I think that he, um, and from what we've heard, he was really trying to make this movie even more about like the inner turmoil of Bruce Banner. Yes. So, uh, but I think that shines through. I think the stuff they cut or whatever, it still is coming through that he is a tormented, really, right. um, you know, into this thing. I think that, to what you're, you're saying there, um, uh, Edward Norton loved, like, when he does projects, he's very passionate about those projects. And yes. um, you can tell, you can feel and see that love. First of all, killing a dog, these are super bad guys. Let's it's, wreck them. Oh. Just wreck them. Um, you can see that love and passion in the acting he's doing. If Even if you didn't know anything about him adding scenes and changing scripts and things like that, you can tell, like, he's putting everything into his, yes. his scene, which is a very understatement for Edward Norton because he does it in everything he watches. Sure. So. Uh, love that the dog grabs yes. that. You know, you always see, you know, always see this in action movies. But, uh, yeah. And, and again, I think this is a really cool action sequence. Now we're setting up for, um, you know, why he's on the run, who's he's after. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah, poor Very Too smart for you. Yep. Oh, it's a bad man. It's a bad man. It's a bad he's, man. He's, he's an evil dude, and and she lives like right beneath him. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, this is uh, definitely showing me how much he loves Betty Ross, yeah. Liv Tyler's character. Yes, <laughs> because uh, yeah. Um, also, I could not live with so many people living on top of me like this is a city <laughs> oh yeah that is just god bless you if you live if you're listening it like this it is, is imp it is impressive that bruce banner impressive. who doesn't want to become hulk yes. in my head you get away from human beings mm -hmm. because the more people that are around me the more i want to hulk out yes. in the first place exactly right so oh yeah i <laughs> I don't know why, but just every time I watch this movie, getting ready for this, I just enjoy William Hurt's just sincerity to get the Hulk. Yes. Like, watching the the 2003 Sam Elliott as Thunderbolt Ross yeah. felt like he was playing a mean villain. 
but this William Hurt just really feels like a guy who's just an ass who's just kind of committed to this. Correct. And, and and it's funny because you think it's, you want to say like, oh, it's the love of his daughter. And I think that there's a part of that. A little but bit. But it's also like military advancement. And it's like Thunderbolt Ross is complicated and he's like a, yes. to turn a phrase, he's like an onion, but yes. he's truly like an onion because the further you get in, the more it stinks too. Yes. Oh, well, and and uh, with some of the other villains we'll be meeting in this movie too later on. Uh, that oh yeah, that's brutal. Oh, oh to just fall right like that. Oh, great stunt action going. But on. yeah, there's great stunt action. Beautiful city here. Them running across the rooftops. All the you know. Um, and this is something I feel like they want. They said, okay, we can never have the crazy big million dollar action scenes f- from the Incredible Hulk show. And so now they're like, let's you know definitely make sure we do this. Um, setting up his uh, watch and his uh, heart monitor yes, to he set to up, track. you know, uh, keep keep bringing that back so people know when it starts uh, really going off. Well, so this is kind of an anticipation move too. It's building yes. a it's building a boiling water basically, mm-hmm. um, building tension. So we as the audience are like, oh god, here we go! <laughs> it's gonna yep. happen. When is I it gonna it. happen? But again, also communicating how badly he doesn't want to become the Hulk. Like, yep. And and how it's something Because right now, if he just became the Hulk, this problem would solve itself. But also, so many people in danger. Yes. Which they did do later in the MCU, which I truly appreciate. Love um, this look. Like, right there, oh, yeah. that is two great actors saying so much with one look. Anyway. Oh, very good call. Yes. But, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. And this was still in the beginning, and I love that, you know... This is the gritty. We're trying to get you to love Bruce Banner and get him to care about um, uh, his relationships and all that. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, you oh, got to be kidding me. Uh, no, he says. But in a small town, you know, if you're living in a small town and, you know, you're all working in the same kind of big factory, you're probably going to run into him. If and again, not. when you look for movies, you look for payoffs. Already, we're getting massive payoffs from that opening credit sequence with uh, just several different... Yep. Uh, Quick clips about, oh, I'm learning Tai Chi to, like, pass people's violence towards other people. Um, learning and, the language, which yes. is going to have a fun joke that's going to come up uh, here in a minute. But mm-hmm. I also like this. He wanted to get away from people. He wanted to go somewhere familiar. So that was the big factory where he works all the time. Yes. Oh, yeah, brutal. I don't like to run anyway, so him, uh, <laughs> you know, is, I understand his pain right it's here. It's just hurting us just watching him run. Like, take like, a breather. Take four or five hours. Dude. Yeah, man, just relax. <laughs> uh, but, you know, fun tension here. You got his personal life. Uh, you know, bullies coming. You have the military special forces coming after him. And they're all going to, you know, come to this head where we're going to finally see the Hulk. And I think it's a really fun and kind of film like a horror movie. Yes. Which, uh, I, think which I think needs to happen, right? Like, yes. And I... I don't know whose take that was. I don't know if that was Letterer or yeah. Edward Norton. I think I'm going to give it to Letterer because this would be an editing and kind yeah. of all overall visuals. But to keep it more like a almost Jaws effect yes. where you're like, you don't want to do this. Nope. And I love that because one of the uh, most recent uh, Hulk runs was Immortal Hulk. And the writer of that wanted to make it more of a horror story. And people were like, oh, you know... Um, Horror, you know, never gets mentioned, but 
but now it's a big part of the Hulk mythos. And they did it already in this movie. So I'm just saying that, again, when we talk about we want to see those elements from the comics, it's in here. Mm-hmm. And again, that tension building with the beeping as well. I love like... it. Yep. Oh, yeah. And then, yep, it's the beeping set him off to the side. And now everyone's like, now everyone's confused. What's going on? Who's attacking us? And here we go. So really quick, as the Hulk kind of introduces himself into this film, um, uh, one of the things, <laughs> whoops, one of the things that uh, you might notice is the CGI Hulk himself. Yes. Okay? Um, Ooh, that's brutal. This movie was done very quickly in mm-hmm. all like circumstance because Marvel wanted to make sure they could get in and get a movie out um, before Universal Studios could. Sure. And uh, as such, they went to CG before Edward Norton was actually cast. Okay. So they didn't have yeah. a screenshot of his face. So this is not Edward Norton's face, which is very different from what you see in other Hulk that films now. Because I know a lot of people criticize the um, Hulk CGI in this movie, but I think it, it works. It's early. They're still trying to figure it out. I definitely think, of course, it gets better um, as we went on with the MCU, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is just fine for what it was, I think. Uh, like this, I love this. Um, he's in the background. The all face, the green stuff popping off yes. here. The face that you do see is actually Mike Diodato. Okay. <laughs> uh, that was yeah. on the suggestion of the director, um, Louis Lettier. That's hilarious. Yes. But see, and I love all the, the you know, the factories on, all the pop and soda that's green is is falling and especially be... in contrast to all the dark that's yep. in the film naturally yep and so it's like a neon green and there's just green everywhere that's something else i noticed that you do, you kind of don't notice until you watch this movie a couple times there's greens and purples and stuff everywhere it's just not super in your face which um mm-hmm. i enjoyed yep cool action scene everyone you know they think they can oh <laughs> Again, uh, like yeah. Zach was saying, this is all filmed like a horror film, like almost like Aliens, which is yep. funny. Oh, I love that. Leave me Leave, alone. Yeah, so that's, so, that's so great. Leave me alone. And then, oh, that's bad to, yeah. <laughs> but I love that, uh, you know, he was confused and now that he's okay, I want to take care of these guys. They're just going to get the floor yes. wiped with them. Mm-hmm. Well, and See, right there, green everywhere. green. Kind of like Batman in uh, 89, too. Yes. Very oh, Vats. Very, very Batman 89, actually. Vats and all the smoke and all stuff. All the smoke, yeah. Um, All the walkways and stuff. That's kind of the vibe I got. That's a really, really good take. Yeah, I think that it could be almost <laughs> directly linked to Batman yeah. 89. And, and maybe the production designer said, let's do that, because that was a previous mm-hmm. comic book movie. So I definitely feel like this is a movie... In the era, when you watch this... There he is. There he is. So good. Um, When you watch this, even longer from now, 20 more years from now, people are mm-hmm. going to say, oh, this was a changing between that 90s, early 2000s, mm-hmm. let's just have fun or goofiness or whatever, to the Marvel seriousness that we have now. This was that, we're still melding the two. Right, and and like we, we keep bringing up is that, that we... We're so loose here. Like nowadays you're like when you judge a comic book film, you judge it on the merits of like we know how this should happen and work. 
the formula had been created probably, let's call it all the way back to 79 Superman, maybe. Yeah, yeah. And Tim Burton, maybe a tweet to 10 years after that. Iron Man came in and gave us a basis yes. of what I believe we use now today. Yes. Um, and Hulk landed somewhere in between all of those tropes and like built off of that. Yes. Because they wanted to put out the movie very fast, but they also didn't want it to fail. No. And arguably it did fail statistically, yeah. Yeah. Um, which is, I think, uh, what makes this movie so underrated in the MCU. I agree, yeah. Well, and it's so funny because at this time I had just started getting into getting um, going into the comic book shops, helping out, and I had gone to the comic book shop. Uh, that I was with at the time, we went and saw the Iron Man movie, mm-hmm. and there was a, and then everyone's like Hulk's next. So in that hardcore group of people, this was a no miss. Mm-hmm. And I remember going the night, uh, and it was you know pretty packed. But then when you think about it, you know worldwide, it wasn't as impactful until you know many more movies down the line. I so. think it's actually a mistake to not accept this movie in your MCU t- t- timeline. Because it explains so much of what Ruffalo is trying to basically tell everyone else. Yes. The entire time he's on screen. The biggest or closest, I guess, they get to that would be Ultron. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where Ruffalo can really kind of lean into, I don't want to be Hulk kind of concepts. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Love, love this scene right here. Them talking about, uh, you know, uh, Tim Roth wanting to know what's up and... Thunderbolt Ross is like, no, again. And again, like, like right here, he you can see that he has this haunted look on his face. And you need a really great actor for that. And I just uh, mm-hmm. love that he uh, wanted to do this. Uh, he said that he was a big comic book fan in interviews back in the day. Oh. Um, he's, he said he was a big, uh, he was Duke Leto in the sci-fi miniseries of Dune. Um, and he says he's a big sci-fi comic book kid. And that's kind of, uh, you know, he always kind of wanted to lean that way. Um, I'm happy dead. Uh, love this scene here. Again, if you look, a lot of green. A lot of green here. Uh, but now, where is he? We don't know. He doesn't know. Uh, we're looking here. Days without incidents. So now we know <laughs> that, uh, we're starting the clock over again. Um, and when we see that again, it'll tell you how long it's been for him to get back to certain areas. And, and, and I just love the, um, uh, uh, Edward Norton, by the way, looks miserable here shooting this. Like, yes. I was watching this. I went, this probably was a really cold day. Yeah. They covered him in wet. Yeah. It No, there's nothing good here. Where am I? <laughs> and I love his look right here. He goes, what? what? Look at that right there. <laughs> that shot. How did I get to Guatemala? It's great. And, and again, that's the subtle things. They don't go, oh my goodness, I jumped so many miles that I didn't know. Yeah, it's the feeling yet. of, how did I get here? And we know he was the Hulk, and but we still get that disorientation. We don't need to see him jumping and doing the superhero-ness mm-hmm. of it. Not yes. yet. No, not yet. And and the payoffs come in dividends in the last action sequence. Yes, it does. Uh, this was one of the scenes I remember... In the movie theater, seeing this, uh, we literally thought, and as Richie was saying, this was such a new thing that um, they are like, we're going to connect all these movies. And they said, oh, cool. So does that mean that they're going to mention something once and never bring up anything ever again? No, no, no. This is a scene, 
And this is where uh, Blonsky and Thunderbolt Ross start talking about um, previous Marvel history. And people were losing it, including myself. They did not do this before. And if yes. they did, it was like a throwaway thing that didn't really make any sense. Yes. Um, uh, the music right here. This is the classic theme from the Incredible Hulk uh, show. Again, more love just shown to what got us to this point. Uh, and I also want to say, I think that um, Mr. Luthier does a great job at montages. There's a couple of them in this film. And I think Good he does point. a really great job of showing you, without being boring, but also being fun like this. You know, him trying to get back to civilization, getting clothes, blah, blah, blah. And I, um, think, it, I think it's part of um, who Hulk is, right? Yes. Like, Hulk is a set of montages of him trying to create a normal life, trying to get into a scenario where he's actually... That's hilarious. That's, that's um, really funny. Um, it, in a it's somber... It's sketchy. <laughs> in, a, in a somber moment like this. Perfecto. Um, but, but like this, he's sleeping on the street. So yeah. he's the superhero. He's one of the most powerful beings in Marvel. And he has to sleep on the street. That's part of the, like, this isn't fun to be a superhero. Yeah. And a Hulk is a, a synonym for, like, or a, a hidden gesture of... Um, PTSD, he is of stress, of depression, uh, of like what you have to do to try to maintain a normal life while all of those things behind you are always ready to rear their ugly head. Nobody likes who they are when they're depressed, when they're angry angry or frustrated or stressed or even in in true mental health issues like uh, PTSD or some, yep. something like that, no one likes who they are when that happens. Correct. And all they want is a normal life to yep. be happy and just. Oh, there was every Super day. Soldier. Super Soldier. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, no, but, please but do. people were freaking out. We the, heard Super Soldier, and we said, okay, that was the moment. That's it. Well, that's all we're going to get for the yeah, rest of the it. movie. Yeah, that's it. That's all we're having. And, no, we're going to get more. But you're totally right. And that, and I love, that's why I love this movie, because as a young teenager, um, getting into comics, that's kind of how I always felt, was that Hulk was just an angry monster. Right. And why should I care about him? But then when I became older, and I had my own mental health stuff going on, and I watched this movie, and I've read more Hulk comics since this movie's come out, I totally get, and he's one of my favorite characters now right. from when I was a kid because I didn't know that. Yeah. But that was part of that, you know, that's totally who he is. Mm-hmm. Hulk is one of the most um, human superheroes out of them all. And if anybody has any of those feelings, it's right, yeah. You can kind of get to it. It it leans itself more into the anger aspect of yes. people who, who lose their mind sure. on that, but it's for everything. Exactly. Uh, but again, love this, love that they're talking about the super soldier serum. Mm-hmm. Um, he had one of my favorite line deliveries, uh, or something went very right. I love that line delivery. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's a little, you can tell that's a little <laughs> stingy. Stinging. Now he's 45. <laughs> he's the fighter. Yeah, I, uh, and again, and so when this was happening, we're going to go, we, we went, we're going to see Tim Roth with super soldier serum and people were freaking out and we were going, uh, is this going to be what Captain America is going to look like? And it was just such an exciting new time. So let's talk about, um, as we move into this new kind of setting. Yes. The, um, uh, back in America, the Institute. Yes. This is, uh, I have my notes here. 
And uh, right here, uh, you can see that it took him 16 days to get back from where he was in Guatemala to here back in Virginia. Uh-huh. Lucky, luckily for Marvel and Letterer, um, the mayor, the then mayor of Toronto, David Miller, was a huge fan of the Hulk. Um, much of the movie was actually shot in Toronto, nice. and um, Miller agreed to shut down Yonge Street, wow. uh, a major thoroughfare through the city, for four nights in a row. Wow. Uh, uh, the production company had to do um, – the only thing the production company had to do was they had to clean everything to allow business prog- progress sure. during normal hours. And obviously when you're filming like explosion scenes, that's not easy, but that did happen. So this all takes place in Toronto – film-wise, um, and they were basically having car blanche because the mayor is such That's a Hulk awesome. fan. Uh, we see Elizabeth Ross, so we finally uh, hear about his uh, log-lost love that we see in the comics, Betty Ross. So let's talk about our Betty Ross in this. Yes, Liv uh, Tyler. Liv Tyler is in this, and this is where part of the controversy of the writing behind the scenes comes up. Um, it f- uh, was very documented that Edward Norton wanted this to be very much about the love sure. aspect. Yep. Um, and you see it in this film, but I you believe do. that he had a lot more um, written or in his vision, a lot more needed to be a part of it. Sure. And uh, I think that they cut a lot of that out trying to kind of focus on the Hulk aspect of it. Uh, yeah. And I think potentially that's what you lose in, um, you lose in, translation here it's uh and that's i can see where edward norton's kind of feelings were frustrated when you see sure. the final cut um their love stories there and anytime they're together you see a deep acting but yes. it almost fades away um and gets lost in all, and, and all of the everything other stuff. else sure yeah. no that makes yeah um i i like this uh stanley's right here it's a nice little cinematic moment again showing that the characters had history before the movie so this was a place that they, you know, frequently like to go. They're friends mm-hmm. with the owner. Um, again, and I like I like a lot of this. Him talking to Stan here. Uh, just, you know, again, it's. It, I'm not saying that this is the greatest writing ever, but when it comes to a good movie, this is just showing you a lot, and uh, it, it's going to be setting up how they uh, see each other again because it was a favorite spot of his, it's a favorite spot of hers, and this is all set up for that. Uh, so this is all, again, adding to the character and to why we care about this Bruce Banner and the Hulk before uh, we get more fun Hulk action. Absolutely. While this is going on, I'll talk a little bit about the screenwriting of it. Um, this was actually written in 96 by Zach Penn. He wrote a draft for a screenplay, and then the movie wasn't released until... Um, 2008 mm-hmm. um pen was brought back for the incredible hulk or i'm sorry that was the 2003 then he was brought back for this um and he distanced himself from the original hulk sure right um he compares the difference between the two up oh, there we go lou ferrigno lou ferrigno the original Again, uh, hulk from the show just more love to the character everybody that put hulk on the map and made him relevant enough to have this movie is highlighted here yes and i adore that um, that's awesome. Uh, but uh, Zach Penn equates the difference between Hulk and Incredible Hulk to Alien and Aliens, okay. which I, I think is perfect. That is good. <laughs> yes, I, I can definitely uh, agree with that. Um, and now here is a fun little uh, 
uh, the the little um, MCU canon here, yes. if you know this. Yes, yes. Uh, this is a controversial one that had is. to be rectified because people were quite upset. Um, so uh, well, right now we're getting into some of the background of that, but he's going to be running into mm-hmm. a uh, actor here who shows up in the Spider-Man movies mm-hmm. as a teacher. And the retcon kind of headcanon is that this is him going to school before he becomes a teacher. Yes, and this, this is, is the young whole... Martin Starr. Yes, um, playing the college student simply called Computer Nerd. There he is. And uh, this is supposedly, if you want, in your own headcanon, uh, be the same character as the um, teacher. Yes, from the he goes on movies. from here, moving into uh, being a teacher. Spider-Man Homecoming. And is that. the teacher at So very Spider-Man. fun. Yeah, I, I like it. Um, it wasn't actually written that way, no. but... Um, but it came later. So people that are MCU fanatics, because we have those now, yep. that care about these developments and things, needed an answer, and Feige himself came out and told him that. Yes. Um, back in the day, he had to go to a, uh, a computer lab and try and look up the stuff. Love that. Uh, break it into his... Uh, uh, oh, and Mr. Blue time. Time to talk to Mr. Blue. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had an encrypted um, text conversation? I haven't had that one yet, no. I'm not sure right. I know how. Me, <laughs> that, I was going to ask you, yes. The data is gone. Uh, without it, I cannot help. Again, I just feel like Tim Blake Nelson's voice after, <laughs> you know. Yes. Uh, love that. So now uh, we're getting into the movie where he's going to go, okay, uh, he's going to leave and he's going to try and figure out something else, but uh, Betty has other plans. I didn't get to call it out when the pizzeria came up, but Paul Souls turns up. He's playing Stanley, the proprietor of the pizza shop. Yeah. He's the one that voiced uh, Bruce Banner in the 1960s Hulk animated series. That's very awesome. Right there, there he is. Yeah, there he is. Yep, there he is. That's awesome. He comes back up. So again, you have Lou, you have David, you have... And I love this, so this is a favorite place of Bruce's, this is a favorite place of hers, so she's bringing uh, her new, you know, friend who is Doc Sampson from the comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the comics, his hair would be green if they wanted to do that, but I know why they changed it just yeah, to a psychologist, yes. that's fine. Well, Ty Burrell. And Doc Sampson was also a huge part of Edward Norton's screenplay. Um, he wanted a lot more to do with that character. Sure. In the comics, there's a definite um, Doc Sampson dealing with uh, trauma, which, you know, was happening way back in the 80s and 90s. Uh, so, but, uh, and again, I love this. Some people say that this is really overdramatic and melodramatic, and it is. It's soap opera-y, but it needs to be and I th- when it needs to be. And I think that this is where we run into the problem of the cuts, right? Because it feels like there's a direction that this is going with. But these over-dramatized scenes actually don't land anywhere. Sure. They don't come to fruition except for within themselves. Yeah, if yeah, that, yeah. If that clocks, No, that does make know? sense, yes. And that's where you can see the turmoil. Uh, um, yeah, because or... I love this shot right here because he's hiding behind a dumpster. It's very melodramatic. He wants to reach out to Betty, but he wants to, you know. And it's very, you know, in real life, you probably wouldn't do that. But in a movie, in a comic, that's, you know. In a comic book, that's a straight-up scene. That's exactly. literally a panel. Exactly. I mean, how bad do you feel for being Samson, though? Yeah, he's like, like uh, uh... Are we not having a good dinner? <laughs> yeah. Is that a joke that's going on that I'm missing? I, I do love that um, she goes searching for him and picks him up. Yeah. I think that this is a very... Um, and another nod to our 
the show. To the show. Absolutely. In the rain. But, you know, uh, yes, they. I definitely agree that they should have and they could have spent more time on this relationship. But I, I feel like, again, I think they're trying to imply so much with this movie. And I think that sometimes people forget when they watch this movie. Because I've heard say, oh, their chemistry isn't there. They don't act like they're lovers that are destined to be together. But you have to remember that this isn't the point in the relationship where it's all good. He left her for years. So that point where they were perfect and they talked about each other's sentences happened a long time ago. And now this is the awkward, I still want to be with you, but I've been apart from you, I hurt you, all that they're trying to play. So it's not supposed to be um, a perfect one-to-one well, Lois Lane meets his... Yeah, uh, and arguably and you want them to not be clashing because Bruce is doing everything he can not to love her, you know? Sure, yeah. He doesn't want. So even as much as Liv or, um, you know, Betty gives... Uh, to Bruce Banner, Bruce has to almost deflect it in a way. Yes. Um, so an awkwardness to it is there. Yes. Um, yeah, she took the data here. Uh, this is going to be coming up again in a little bit for an action scene. Mm-hmm. There is a lot of discussion about Liv's performance. Um, I don't clash against it too much. I think that, if anything, it's more of a directorial problem. Sure. And again... There's almost 70 minutes of this movie that were cut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I, I don't know how much of that would have been development for Betty Ross. Yeah. Um, because it almost feels like she's a side character in this that sure. is like this weird, again, and it doesn't work well, but she's almost like a reward piece between Thunderbolt Ross and, and yeah. um, Bruce Banner. Yes. Uh, so here we have a scene. I remember when this scene was happening, people were freaking out. Also, people were upset because they were like, that's it? That's the lab where they made Captain America? But it's not. This is a storage room. It's many a storage years, unit, yes. Many years later. But but we didn't know at that time. When this Nobody was brand new, knew. everyone yeah. was like, so this is where they made Captain America? It is funny to... Um, so, we still do this today, okay? Where uh, they'll put out a trailer... And everybody starts going, like, what if they did this and what if they did that, right? Yep. The difference being is now, when we were doing it back then, we never thought it would come true. Yes. It never would even be close. We And, and our expectations were way lower. Yes. So we would go, could you imagine if, like, Captain America showed up at the end credit scene in, like, yep. a commercial yep. or a comic book? Yep. Like if they held up a Captain America comic book, that'd be pretty crazy. Yeah, and that if if we got that, we'd have been over the moon. Yep. And instead, they gave us a full blown Captain America film. Yep. Well, and and at this time, they had just announced that they were going to do a Captain America film. It was going to be Chris Evans, and people were like, "Well, that's not going to work." He was already Johnny Storm. So I remember people going into this movie going like, "Oh yeah, I'm excited for Hulk, and like we'll see with this Thor." But like Captain America, I don't know if we're, you know people were literally saying, "I don't know if we'll actually even get a Captain America movie. How could you make that work right. at this time when this came out?" And and not only that, but like nowadays we make those. Uh, those thoughts and when it doesn't happen we get mad at them which is yes. hilarious to yes. me <laughs> yes exactly right that wasn't how I'd write it well you didn't write it <laughs> exactly exactly um, but again so uh, moments here I do like the um, shooting of this scene right here the juxtaposition between them I, I felt the loneliness here I thought this was a very good uh, coming down from the top 
and having the uh, these two actors just act loneliness. I, yes. I enjoyed this. I thought this was good. Yep, and I think that you can see that this is, again, uh, every time these scenes come up, it to me feels like it's it's a part of a movie that I missed. Sure. You know, this is where my disconnect comes from. Because then we go, we jump into this, right and you're like, okay, the... we're back into the movie that we were watching. Yes. No, you're definitely right. There's uh, Marvel stuff going on here. There's a Hulk movie going on, and then there's, there's a the love story. Love story going on, yeah. And all trying to wrap it up. <laughs> yes, and that's why I'm really impressed with this movie actually exists that is good because you had to um you know make all that work uh mm-hmm. this looks terrible i wrote in my notes no thank you i'm good uh no a uh, nope <laughs> is what i put uh yeah don't need that in my neck yeah. don't need anything in my spine yes um but he wants power and and again i like that tim roth in the movie is is um a lot of this movie is showing um, and, and sometimes he tells when he says, you know, he's talking about the power and stuff, but yeah. he's willing to go through this yes. because he wants power. My, the other, the other concept here that's, um, uh, really interesting is the look of abomination when we get to there. Yes. Uh, it's got one of my favorite, uh, responses cause people ask like, cause he looks a bit different from the comic, very the much. comic book and, and from She-Hulk when they, which it looks better in She-Hulk. Correct. Yeah. And they, they, they do address it. Which is funny. Yes, they do. Uh, but I like uh, some of this right here. We're setting up this action scene. We got um, storms coming. A storm is coming, so it's very yeah. visual. Mm-hmm. And one of the one of the better scenes in this movie. Yes. Um, and I love how like this is like you said it's it's a love story. We're having this weird awkward moment, okay, and then it's gonna flip on a dime because this is the life that Bruce Banner leads. Right. And this is the the this this scene here is probably um for me their strongest scene. Um, she's taking care of him. She's yes. she sees all his um, he's brilliant in every way. Yes, and she, but she can catch his flaws. Yes. And now it's just flipped, and oh, here we go. And boom. And, uh... Okay, and real quick, let's talk about this scene. This scene is one of my all-time favorites. It's so good they used it in the What If uh, series much later. Um, this is one of the scenes that I put up against a ton of Marvel, like, go-to scenes. Sure. You know, when I think of the Hulk, there is the fight between Abomination later, but this is the scene that I always think of when this you This was really say, good, yes. This is a um, well-choreographed, well-acted, well, yes. Um, and like right here, Tim Roth running like this, um, we were freaking out. We were like, that's the way that Captain America's going to look when he runs. Like, people were literally screaming that as yes. Blonsky was running. Yes. Um, and that was just a different time to where it is now because, yeah. Uh, getting excited about Tim Roth running is a different time. It's a different. Well, now that's a throwaway scene in like yes, uh, Civil War. Yep, and <laughs> Captain but America. But back then it Bucky, was a all huge them running thing. down huge. the freeway. Uh, love this weird little library and the you know the um, connection between the buildings. Like you said, it's just really well shot. And um, oh, this is brutal. Like no, I couldn't do this either. That's metal, dude. That's not even like small. I could. Yeah. Oh. Why don't do that? No, don't, oh. don't do that. Oh, but and I and and she's like, oh, it's my dad. You know, what I mean, and yes. you just kind of that's fun getting that vibe. And again, 
this is that this is that a really good important part of the scene where we're expressing like oh it's for his daughter is, is it? it yeah <laughs> and 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 it, but it, and he waits and then like just he doesn't the way want he... to hurt his daughter he no. loves his daughter but she's kind of like in the way not yes. so and it's not for safety reasons no she's just in the way and and again um for William Hurt to be acting this way that you just despise this man is just so great. He really is Thunderbolt Ross. He, yes. he, I'm so happy they kept him throughout the MCU because he deserved it out of this movie. And good for him for signing those contracts and giving us this. He will live on forever. Yes. And, and hopefully people watching this or listening to this podcast will check out some of his appreciate other stuff. His yeah, other stuff. He's, he's fantastic. Um, Yep, but very cool, very fun. Um, the storm brewing in the background. Yep, storm's coming. Uh, the Hulk's coming. Everything's... See, and then, like, he's, I, he's even, like, he's, he's so... He's locked. He's transfixed on Banner. Doesn't even care. His daughter's bolting. Yep. He's just like, yeah, somebody get that. Run, you fools. Run. And then here we go. Um, CG effects here are really good. Yeah. I, um, s- arguably better than some stuff we we've seen recently. Yes, you know? I, I I agree. And again, yeah, it's supposed. To, this is supposed to be his coming out party with the the you know in the broad daylight too. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that the other Hulk movie did it as well, but like I don't know how to describe it. That this was a big deal to make it such a big part of the movie. Make mm-hmm. it so you know they're not trying to hide anything. This is the Hulk. This is them fighting the military. This is. You know, the pant, the pulling shots on each face for reaction yep, is great. fantastic. And I really felt it. And, you know, that's the thing that I go is that, like, do I think the Hulk looks better in other movies after this? Sure. Mm-hmm. But in this movie, do you feel like he could kick your butt? It is scary. Yes. yes and yeah. that's what you need. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a representation of what's going on in the story. It doesn't, you know, if you want to make it look better in your mind, you, you know, do that. You, you can, but... Well, and let's be real, like, when you're watching a Hulk film, you want these scenes. I yes. want to see Hulk, Hulk out, you yes. know? It's, uh, in this aspect, it's, uh, there's supposed to be a sadness to it that I think is missed. Yeah. Uh, because Liv is back there freaking out, and Hulk is just doing his thing. Uh, it... It kind of leans itself more into the actions. Sure, shot, it which definitely I, is an action, which scene, I think is yeah. di- directed. I think it's supposed to be that way. Yes, um, that's brutal. Uh, yeah, better get out of there, guys. Because Ugh. the previous film, the 2003 film, was all about that. Yes, it was all about the let's get destruction, like yeah. let's just go carnage, and they pulled away from that. Here, love, love this scene. This is uh, actually kind of is one of the first bits of where. Uh, I guess society's accepting superheroes and yes. stuff. Yep. Like they're exactly. not running from the Hulk because they're freaked out by it. They're like, "Ooh, another superhero! Let's Check uh, it out. let's take a photo." Yep. And I, then Blonsky here fighting the Hulk. Uh, again, uh, we're like, "This is how the you know." But then we didn't realize at the time because you know, seeing it so many times, they said they oh, gave him one percent of the soldier um, serum. Yes. So he's one percent of Captain America here. Yes. So he's not even, which. Yep. Uh, but you're seeing Captain America yes. moves and things like that, we, yes. but we don't know that yet. Exactly. Um, and it was such a crazy time watching this. My God, he's doing it. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, and that's one of the things. Like, would would yeah, he oh he's I love William Hurt in this. Yes. Uh, Tim Roth is great in this. Um, uh, and our other villain when we see, but I love this uh, him running the the sonic cannons. Very cool idea. Very cool idea for a, a Hulk movie. Absolutely brilliant to to me. Yes, and uh, and it's. But again, like you said, it's some of that realism that they injected in here, because it is very comic booky. But he even gets hit with it, and it messes him up. Um, in a little bit, you're going to see Blonsky become a little bit too cocky. Mm-hmm. Um, and that didn't happen before. A lot of times, it was like the superhero and the villain must fight. We must have a cool looking fight, and then who matter? Who cares what happens out of after the fight? Right. You know, what does it matter if it? You know. It needs to further the plot, but if it needs to further the people, it's, uh, you know. And and here we kind of bleed back into the love story of it all. Yep. Um, and this is, I think that this is some of the stuff that really works is that, uh, the, she's more, um, say she's safer with the Hulk than she is with her father. Yes. And I think that this scene sets it up really well. Because he's not trying to hurt anybody. Excellent call out, yes. But but they're trying to hurt him, and they're destroying everything. And, you know, um, they're supposed to be in the right. And this is a classic Hulk um, thing right here. Yeah, using everything. Everything's a weapon to Hulk. Yeah. If, <laughs> if you're into D&D, he's an absolute barbarian. Um, yep. He's a frenzied barbarian. He's going to pick up anything, beat you with it, and throw it at you. It's... Yep. Wonderful. Um, important here. One thing that was missing in the 2003 Hulk is this is somber fight right here. Yes. One-on-one, just hanging out. Hulk's doing a lot more composure stuff. Um, he uh, Disobeying direct orders. <laughs> I love it. Nice. That was not a good idea. And but shows you what Hulk could do to yep. a human, which I really like. Even a super soldier. Yep, exactly, exactly. Important you. to see that Betty is not afraid. Nope, of Hulk um, at all. And this man walking into a war <laughs> Come zone. On, poor Sam. I'm on Team Samson. That he's poor like, dude. Uh, he's like, I just loved you for you. You know, that's a toxic it's, relationship. It's, it's, it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> I'll just hang out over here in my sweater. It's fine. Yeah. But, you know, he gets calmer around Betty, which, of course, is, you know, yep, canon. Yeah, that's very canon. Uh, but, you know, this is the dangers of... Again, shooting that at Liv, at Betty Ross is um, shows you where... There we go. Uh, but, again, yep. brilliant acting here. He was hyper-focused on Hulk. Love this shot. Yep. Like, you that's know... so wonderful. It, right here. It's protecting her, all the horror... These action sequences are a clinic. They're a clinic. And again, if you're into Hulk, that's what you want, you know? Yep. And now it's starting to rain because the storm has come. Yes. And this is basically at our halfway point of the movie, too. Yeah. So that's um, also really cool, which I like. Yeah, you almost hurt her. Hulk and Banner are not going to be happy with you. And nope. you're not even happy with yourself. Yep. It's Keep Ishmael. Her. The white whale. He's not. He's too focused. Yeah, I love those teeth. Come on. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and William Hurt again has to act against nothing because it's CGI. <laughs> yeah. So him doing that. Yeah. There love is, this scene right here. There's this a is... really great uh um behind the scenes flick 
of um, Edward Norton basically in this weird face paint where he's acting for the Hulk. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's really good. Um, this is the last time we're going to see Dr. Samson, but I think this is a great little one scene for him. Mm-hmm. And the actor is doing great here. He's... <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, just Ty Burrell and William Hurt killing it. Um, they got really great actors, and that's yeah. a, one of the things that Marvel kind of uh, started to do, which was just grab great actors for every role and yes. just continue to um, build on it. Yeah, it's interesting because for me, like a lot of names in the MCU were kind of no names, not all of them, but a lot of them. Sure. And uh, I want, I like that in between. I like them finding storied actors that know what they're doing yes. to pull off these characters to kind of give them a level of respect that they deserve. But I also like the people like hiring for passion, people that love these characters. Exactly. Which I think Ed Norton was both. Yes. Uh, so now this is going to be kind of a nod to Hulk Gray. Uh, there's kind of a seed like this in, in those comics, but again, this has been done in the Ang Lee movie. This has been done many times. The uh, Betty Ross and the Hulk get a quiet moment together. But again, uh, I think this really works with the thunder and the lightning and them and showing how um, up until uh, the Avengers, she was the only one that could control her at Black Widow. Yes, correct. Oh, I, lo- I love that he hits his head. Oh. <laughs> um. Uh, this feels like the marriage of the two, of yep. the two directives that we're going with. This is Letterer and Norton working together in this scene, in my opinion. Yes, yes. I have no proof of that no, because but it's it, all hearsay, it's but if you can feel it, like, yes. it hasn't lost its concept. Yeah, him getting... It hasn't lost its concept of what movie it's in, right? No. But it's still... It's still Pulling on the love story. Yes, he's trying antics. to protect her right here, but then she's just trying to, you know, just like Bruce Banner earlier, mm-hmm. she's trying to take care of him now, too. Yeah, because they're one and the same to her. Yep. Uh, uh, your your love interest that accepts you for all your flaws, even mm-hmm. when you're in your worst moments. And you're a nine-foot-tall, green, angry <laughs> yes. creature. But again, that's the part of the mythos that works so well with Hulk. So um, one of the things I wanted to bring up in this soft scene is good enough for me to bring it up during because once we move into the final cut, it's just action, action, action. Yeah. Um, uh, after the news leaked that Letterer and Norton were kind of beefing with the studio, uh, there were rumors that Norton would not promote the movie if he wasn't happy with the outcome. Oh, yeah. The actor then addressed these rumors, calling the disagreement part of the healthy process of making a movie, adding that it was misrepresented publicly as a dispute uh, seized upon by people looking for a good story. Mm. It has been distorted and is such a, to such a degree that it risks distracting from the film itself. Um, Norton wouldn't really be involved in the promotion. He attended a premiere and promoted the film in Japan. And that was it. That was it. So there's a reason why even as famous as the MCU in its entirety is yep. that there is kind of a, you, you, you can talk to someone that's a very big MCU fan and they have no idea that this movie's part yep. of the, the the timeline. Yep. And uh, you have to kind of explain it. And I believe that that kind of 
um, lack of promotion and lack of support behind it is one of the huge reasons. Yes. No, you're totally right. And I remember after this movie came out, shortly after they said Edward Norton's not going to be the Hulk in Avengers when we get mm-hmm. there. And we were all like, wow, you know, who are uh-huh. they going to get and all that sort of thing. But I guess it should, it is kind of important to uh, t- talk about Letterer's first, uh, uh, first idea of who should be Bruce Banner. It was a guy named Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, yeah. And then Edward Norton came in later yep. <laughs> and got the job. Sure. Ruffalo then comes back and gets his f- first place, uh, the first pick. Yep. That's, um, and that's awesome. And, yeah. and and I love Ruffalo, what he does, what he does too. Oh, gosh. Um, we're, but, uh, we're loving on Norton, but this is the only time we get to love on Norton. This is the only Norton. time, yep. And Ruffalo will get his love, I promise you. Yes. He does an amazing job yes. um, carrying this ball that Edward Norton kind of passed off. Yes. Uh, but uh, again, little subtle moments like this. Even he can't even take a shower without having the PTSD here of yep being the Hulk. Um, very good stuff. Very good. Love that. And this uh, is just a, a scene that I think only Edward Norton could do. Yep. Like, like that kind of drama, that kind of oh. sadness. It's like, I do like uh, I do like her delivery here when she goes, "Wow." <laughs> Getting going shopping. This is to me. This was a very. Um, I felt like this shot or this scene right here was early on in the filming because this feels like a very fun kind of whimsical. Let's meet each other. Let's have fun. Kind of a. It's an easy. Sh- you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. You still had the. You know. So what happened to all the plastic? It melted inside him. Yeah. Ew. Wow. Very happy. Yeah, got an old a Fitbit. <laughs> yes. Back then, before they were called Fitbits. Yes. Awesome. Great throwaway. Another love. Yep. Purple pants. Purple pants. Uh, nod to the original Hulk. They are the stretches pair. He'd rather go naked than wear purple <laughs> pants. Yeah, which is... <laughs> All right. You end up in purple pants anyway, mister. How about right. them apples? Uh, but like you said, uh, we got news reports coming in uh, here. Is, it feels very rude. But yeah. this is part of the MCU thing that I really like, and I think that we can dive into, and we we have with the television shows a little more, Yes, is what what happens to society when superheroes are real? Yes. And yes, we have a ton of things that do that later, and they, they get to benefit of just kind of taking what sure. DC and Marvel have already done and go, well, what if we just place people there? But I really like the evolution of storytelling with the people, right? Yes, we get absolutely. we get other heroes, we get other villains, we get people that don't really react to massive insanity. Sure. One of my this tiny little thing where people are freaked out about a Hulk in uh drop in the middle of college yes. leads to in Eternals a literal galactic god oh, yeah, shows yeah. up sure. and grabs someone out of Earth and everyone kinda is like Wow. Yeah, that that sucks. Like <laughs> they go into work the next day and they're like, "I'm sorry, I'm late." Ugh. This galactic being picked up some dude on my way through work, and That's I was hilarious. Traffic is a bitch. No, right you're now. right. You're right. This was very early when that realism was starting to to um to come in. I just I like that idea that humans are so uh, malleable. Incom- yeah, uncomfortable yeah. with with uh, the idea of a superhero and the, the things that come with that. After, yes. especially after Avengers, the first one, yes. that they kind of, things become old hat, even in a world of 
absolute miracles. Absolutely. Um, I really like this scene because I think that this is the most um, this is the most realistic and intimate, and where I yes. believe they're again they're, this this scene works. Yes, I love this, and Can't this is get fun. Emotion. It's an it's an uh, organic laugh. Mm -hmm. It's not just just jokes, but it's. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> you do not want to do no, this. No, you do not. I can't you get a little excited. Nice. Spurtle. Maybe. <laughs> that is the like that is just a curse on Hulk that we did not understand. Nope. Now nope. we understand why he yep. rages all the time. Yep. Um and now like you said, now we're back into the No no, he's fine. He's gonna become the uh Look at that. But again, you can just tell with Tim Ross acting. They don't do a lot in the screenplay, but you can tell that he's liking Thunderbolt Ross less and less mm -hmm. to the, towards the end of the movie when he wants to uh, take him out. Well, because it, what started as a we can do this together quickly becomes I'm a weapon. You're using me. Yep. And his intelligence might be going up too. Mm -hmm. Like, not just his muscles, but like... His brain's muscles are actually kind of like going, wait a minute. Exactly. All right. Mm -hmm. Here we go. This is, this, yeah, this is cute scene right here. <laughs> this lip gloss, can <laughs> they check? <laughs> <laughs> Again, this scene's working. I yes. think that... Uh, this is why I genuinely believe that the way the movie's cut is the problem. It's not sure. necessarily her acting. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. And I remember in some of the deleted scenes, I believe there's even a Captain America um, deleted scene mm -hmm. where, like, he finds uh, they find him in the ice. They do. Yes, yeah. that's correct. They go to Antarctica. Yeah. Um, but they cut it because they didn't want to do that yet. Yeah, and they didn't know if they could. That's true. Yep, that's true. That's yeah, uh, brutal to hawk something that we never... Oh, no, we do see it at the very end. That's we right. We do that's see right. it, yes. That's right. He gets it back. That's right. Um, But I love this. I'm not going to use credit card now. <laughs> <laughs> I just love his 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 delivery. Yep. Uh, Trying to buy, a, you know, using someone's old... Uh, old... Uh, card here uh sterns we finally get to see this word sterns kind of giving us um it's mr blue fascinating to me that this is like technology that just looks old as yep i'll get out but it was only 15 years ago uh-huh yeah uh here we go oh shield and again people freaking just that just right there this blows me away uh because in the theater. all those are the same people that we just saw in iron man mm-hmm I like this really fun. Uh, this is how they, you know, they found him. They're finding him through the, you know, without having to, you know, show somebody on a computer. And to your credit, another montage, technically. Yep, like, that's yep. another, like... I think he does a really good job with... Uh, it's basically showing off the montage of hacking. Yep, <laughs> you know? exactly. Uh, getting an old uh, truck here. Uh, Just saw our first picture of Mr. Blue. Yep. 
And um, this I thought was really nice and classy because that picture is going to come up at the very end and that's going to, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I, like you said, I don't think they had enough time or they didn't do, you know, as much with the relationship, but as they tried to do as much as they could. Yeah, and I think if it were up to Edward Norton, uh, Liv would actually be in this film a lot more than she even is. Sure, yep. Uh, I really enjoy this scene. I wrote down in my notes, um, acid in my uh, on my brain. Ever since I saw this movie, I thought that was a great way of trying to describe how the Hulk feels. Right. He's angry. Okay, what does that mean? He gets angrier. Okay. Uh, like, until you feel that. It feels like acid and you're a raw nerve. Oh, okay. That's way that, better. That is, that is nasty. And this is kind of tying in. This is one of the things I love is that at this moment, he doesn't even want to think about controlling it. And yeah. where are we at now in right. Marvel? Way different. Than way where. different. Yeah. And that's character development. It's not a misdirect. No. It's, it's something that uh, actually happens in the whole comic books. They, yep. He grows to... It, it starts as a Jekyll Hyde story. Yes. Then it becomes uh, overcoming your flaw story. Yes. And then embracing who you are story. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, no, absolutely. Yeah. And now they're going to do another... Uh... Uh, little, yep, and yeah, see, love the like the little transitions. Mm-hmm. And I think, arguably, if I had to, like, if I had my way, I definitely would have put a lot more emphasis on the two of them in the world. But I do, yeah. but I still see the fight, especially since we're early in the stages, to make it more about. Hulk or Bruce Banner not under like kind of coming to to terms that he's not alone. Yes. Because he feels alone, but he's not. Yes, but uh, also how do you get into New York City without, you know, the basic transportation? You gotta ask some guy to get on his boat. Um mm-hmm. I think that's uh that's pretty cool. Um and now now we're in New York, the home the birthplace of Marvel, and I think this is a fun, um, good superhero moment here. Yes. Arguably, for me, like one of the things about New York is, uh, uh, is that they almost don't go back to it. They almost like, like he does a lot of damage here, and it's only kind of bad. But what he does in the second movie is much worse. Here you go, five minutes into New York, and already his heart rate has launched. <laughs> Oh yeah, and I love that uh, the cabbie. This this every time I watch this, this works. Yes, I, I laughed in the movie theater when I saw this, and I laughed the fifth <laughs> it's, time it's I so funny. you know yeah. I love the uh, and then <laughs> yeah, you zip it. I, I enjoyed that. He's trying to tell Betsy how to handle her, her anger, which is great. Yep, absolutely. And uh, now we see Samuel Stearns, the very first. Uh, a time we get to see him love uh, Tim Blake Nelson. Uh, that's one of my biggest things that I wish that I could see in the Marvel uh, universe. Let's talk about the biggest just misstep. I really, really wish I could, um, and I we, hope we get to see him again. Please, Marvel, if yes. somehow, some way, anybody associated with Marvel, that would be give great. us leader before it's too late. Yes, please, because that the biggest thing from watching this, I go. Where we went from here is great, but the only thing, and even Feige's talked about it, is the leader here. Um, this character in the comic book is Samuel Sturds, the leader. Mm-hmm. He gonna... could, 
he could be as big as you want or as small as we want, but yes. I think we need a payoff. To I think this. the villain. I think the Hulk needs um, his Joker villain. The Abomination mm-hmm. in the comics um, is kind of always been his Joker, and the leader has kind of been his Two Face kind of a character. Yes, and I think in the movies, because of what they've done, you can switch it. Yes, make the leader even scarier because he's been kind of in hiding. You know, mm-hmm. and. Yeah, and he's a great actor. Uh, I I just genuinely think that we could we could really move in. We could use him. Is all I'm saying. Yes, like, I, he's an easy character to get in, even out of the yes, MCU. Yes. Um, um, just and don't I know leave we, him where he's I at. I think they. I think they um, hinted at him in She Hulk. I think they, they said they, something they like they something, like he's yes. been captured and put. I'll in I'll take a, him in She Hulk. I'm yes, fine with it. Yes, I would love to see him. Um, but now we are starting to enter into the um, third act third here. Third act here. Uh, something's wrong with Tim Roth. Maybe you shouldn't just uh, take random drugs you find um, <laughs> in the military installation. That's just me. Well, and it it is uh, it's tropey, but this is truly what happens, especially in just comic books in general. Is yeah. how do you get your villains in the Marvel universe? Super serum, super Ooh. soldier serum is definitely one of the bigger ways the of bigger, creating yes. a villain. Yeah. Um, it's the same thing they do in like Superman with uh, the Negative Zone. Like, where yep. do we get our new villain? Oh, he was in the Negative Zone for years. Exactly. Um, yeah, everyone's waiting for him. This is going to be a trailer. Um, like a month. Like yes. a month. Yeah, that was from the trailer right there. Incredible acting. The thing about. Um, so let me talk about his turn. Yes. Um, Abominations look. Uh, they they went against his natural. If you read the comics, yeah. uh, he's very scaly, like a reptile. He's got big fanning ears. Yep. And uh, they said uh, we're not going to give him the scales because he was never reptilian in the show. And it's like okay. And yeah. then and then they said we weren't going to give him the big fin ears because Hulk would just bite them off. And everyone was like, well, yeah, but like. What if you just didn't write it that way? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were like, no, it's impossible. Hulk would just absolutely bite those things off. So he doesn't have these giant ears. He has just a little dome head. Yeah. And it was because because somebody in the writer's room went, wouldn't you he just want... bite those off? And everyone That's went, hilarious. he would. We can't We can't do it that way. That's hilarious. Yes. It's I... like, also, just FYI, like any superhero wearing a cape would have serious problems. Yeah, exactly. But we we that's, put the capes yes. on them anyway. Yes, that's one of my biggest pet peeves is when people want to talk about how can Superman's boots um, not melt when he's standing on a volcano. <laughs> right. I'm like, you're missing the wrong point of the story. You are, These are not real. You're analyzing not... the wrong aspects. I yes. promise you. Yes. If you want to really know why, like, there are these kind of. Uh, concepts in superhero movies like capes yes. and giant fin ears. Yes. You ready for the spoiler and the secret? They look really good on the page. They're, They're cool, cool looking. looking. Yep. That's yep. it. That's all that matters. If oh, an, that looks like that hurts. Yeah. If, oh. if an illustrator thinks something's going to work, that's They're why they it. draw it that way. Yep. It's not a it's not rocket science. That's why Yes. Uh, and going into back to the horror movie aspect, this to me is very American Werewolf in London. Oh, yeah. Uh, changing into the werewolf, letting you see it under the bright lights, his horrible, you know, the transformation like this. Yeah, like... Yes. And this had to be hard because, like, he he changes actual face structure. Yeah. 
and uh, seeing how it's not it's not all cracked up to be to turn into the Hulk, mm-hmm. which uh, I which I really really enjoyed. Uh, but him going on dialysis also, and but again, Doctor Stern, um, he's a uh, great little shop there. Mm-hmm. It's starting to to fall. Yes, this is very canon, and I don't think used often enough. They later bleed it into Black Widow doing this yep. stuff. Yep. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> again, all the tech here looks so purple. Um, goo. Yep. They they like they like they talk about like um they basically use the seventies like style of equipment sure yep. to adhere to them, and then they jump up to the future, and all this stuff now looks like the seventies stuff it that does. was. That's hilarious. Fascinating. Uh, but I, but uh, looking at this movie, the thing I really like about this scene isn't just part of the plot of him trying to get cured, mm-hmm. but later on when he has to try and get the Hulk, it adds to that, um, is he going to turn into the Hulk? Because mm-hmm. they cured him at this point. Right. And, well, not only that, but, like, let's talk about the CG real quick. Like, that looked phenomenal. Yes, absolutely. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't buck against any of that. No, no. Um... I thought that the CGI in this scene, like you said, worked really well. And mm-hmm. this is right here. She keeps saying that it's okay, you're okay. I like that, that through line for her. She's the only one that can make him feel that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That sort of thing. But he is starting to get into the um, power of it all, uh, just yeah. like Abomination. <laughs> yes. But in a geeky way. In the geeky way, which is perfect. Because yes. you have perfect. the strength. The leader and Abomination are both representations of... Yeah, I love him freaking like. Again, look how great the actor is going here. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, so now here's some exposition trying to get you there, but I love that this is also a scene where setting up from earlier, he was afraid to let his blood go, mm-hmm. and now this is the payoff for that scene where yes, even his ally can went overboard on the blood. Correct. Wait, what? Yeah, he's like, what? Oh, my bad. And then... And then, yeah. <laughs> uh, which... Which... I I really dug that because he's an ally. He's doing the thing that he's even... You know, of course the government says they want to make a better super soldier and all that, but even his friend, here in a second we're going to see, just pumped full of just so much blood and all that. Just... Mm-hmm. which is what he was worried about from the very beginning, kind of going into that one little droplet of blood is supposed to make us freak out like him at the beginning. And then when we see this room full of it, you're yeah. supposed to feel, yeah. Unbelievable. Mr. Green. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, like there is so much it's... there. And and this works because you set that up throughout the movie with that little cut in the very beginning, just two little specks of blood is making the movie us Bruce Banner freak out, and now we're he seeing has this. Just so much, so so much. Um, military's back on the heels here, uh, which again, I guess, is one of the things that um, is part of the uh, uh, from the very beginning when they wanted to make Hulk movies was that he had to fight the military. It had to be a Hulk versus, mm-hmm. which is very much from the comic. Yep. See, and I and right right here, I think that Edward Norton and 
He's just killing it. You can really feel that he is scared that, to let this go. Mm-hmm. And here we have my the the concept of obsession. Yes, is so so throughout this film. You now see like basically there are just three people obsessing over this idea of power. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. And now there's an antidote. So uh, this movie actually gave us a cure, but. That doesn't matter. Like, a lot of other movies would have said, okay, the cure's here, cool, we're done, because who cares anymore? But no, that's not what the story is. Because now it's his choice to make himself the Hulk. Oh, this First, is funny. Yeah. That's, oh. <laughs> that's a great shriek. That's a great shriek. But again, in superhero storytelling, this is a great way to do this. Whoops. Oh, don't do that, eh? Hey. Uh, you hear his beeping, but he's not turning into the Hulk. So yeah. again, we're, we're... Well, and, and uh, hilariously, he doesn't want to fight Banner. Nope. Ow. That didn't work out. That that looks like that would hurt. And uh, now he's strapped in, and... I love... This third act is very... Um, if you're a Hulk fan, I think you just gotta sit back, grab your popcorn, and enjoy. Because mm-hmm. it becomes an awesome third act hulk movie is it going to be the academy award-winning third act to make you understand why superheroes are special in the first place no but if you love hulk it's a great third act and i think we come to the precipice of the conflict of our writers and our producers here i think feige wanted to show hulk as hulk yes he wanted to give the comic book fans hulk yes what well, we not want. necessarily hulk bleed into yep. everything else yep I think he uh, conceded to the fact you need the rest to make this as fun as it's going to be. Yes. But Norton wanted to finish it out. Yes. He wanted to give us that other ending, um, and I don't think he got it. No. Which is where the conflict happens and we lose Norton forever. Yep. Uh, Dig this. Now our two villains are going (laughs) to... These guys are great together. This is yes. why another reason why I wish that they had done more together. Yes. And again, Tim Roth is just killing it because he's not actually sick and he's not actually dying from... Yes. But this is uh, him acting. I love it. Or, don't you? <laughs> I can fix it. Yep. And... and um. I enjoyed that, again, the subtlety of this. They don't say that he... The reason why he's the Abomination is because they put in Super Soldier Serum. Now they're going to put in some of Hulk's blood. Yeah. And so they're mixing it. It's not, yeah. it's not a... Because um, a lot of people one. at the time said, why is it he doesn't look exactly like the Hulk? Yes. I Yeah. <laughs> even the villains know you need consent that's right exactly you hear me? um love that scene again is a weird little wacky scene but it just yeah um love this cgi right here yeah, that's a really like, nice cgi saw it right it's incredible here. stuff uh and then i remember watching this in the theater i still love this um i think the third act like i said it just it for this movie, it really kind of, it sets it up. They're falling back in love together now. Mm-hmm. Um, Ross can't handle it. And I love um, that uh, people are going to start saying it's the Hulk. And I enjoy that. Yes. That um, juxtaposition there. 
Now he's in the machine. Same kind of callback, more green. Yep. But now we just hear him, and it's not to... Ugh, labeling. <laughs> it's no good. Ugh, his knees pop backwards there. <laughs> I don't think he could fix it, my friend. No, um, your spine is poking out of your back. Yeah. You're, you're past fixing there. And then here we go. Uh, he falls. Yeah, and, and a couple drops of blood go into his brain. Into his head. And people said, what's, what's this? This is the leader. He Ugh. has a huge brain. Yeah, and I is... want to see Tim Blake Nelson, please. As of this recording, it hasn't happened yet. But. Yeah, this is that is the current biggest in my head drop ball in the MCU in its entirety. Yep, and they said they're gonna. They say the rumors are they're gonna get back to it. That's he may what be they a villain coming back, so we hope it'll happen. But they gave us too much of a a bone there to not give us something. Yep. Uh, but again, now going back to that horror movie aspect, now this time it's really a horror. It's an actual horror movie. Because he on, doesn't yeah. care about the people. He wants to hurt people. He wants to hurt mm-hmm. the military. He wants to do this, not what the Hulk was doing. And I like that this is the way this is filmed. More shaky cam, um, scarier people. Yeah. Almost um, kind of, a, what's the, like a Godzilla film? Yeah, Cloverfield. Godzilla. Cloverfield, yep. Cloverfield was yep. what I was going for there. Exactly. Yes. It's very much like a monster movie here at the mm-hmm. end. And I like that because it was just hinted at the beginning, but now it's full on um, monster versus monster, which is what you want when you have a Hulk movie. Mm-hmm. I love this. Do you hold yourself? He's right there. Yep. <laughs> yeah, he's all, I have the Hulk. And um, for people who uh, weren't watching trailers, a lot of this third act was in the marketing. Yes. The, the explosions, the um, guys in Humvees, all Which that was part of the absolutely why I believe that this is the Feige aspect of what, what he believed Hulk should have been. Yes. yes. And that is arguably the same, um, the same mentality that's always been with Hulk. Um, a lot of people say there's no chance we're going to get a Hulk movie. Like, yes. if if Marvel wanted to do a Hulk movie, we'd already have it. Sure. You know? And um, that can be argued either way in my case. Like, I can see Hulk being, like, your secondary character that kind of is best used as a, a tool or a plot-moving device than he is the main focus of a film. Yeah. Like how much more story do you need of the Hulk? But I think with Bruce Banner, yes. I think I think everybody would have been fine with following Ruffalo's um turmoil to creating the um happy or the you know relationship Hulk, yeah. between both of them. Yes, know? I agree. Yes. We we kind of crossed over it in 5 years. Yes. And that's fine, but it does feel like that oh, was we one of the things that, that yes. Yes. Um I would love to see some um, maybe uh, background attention. scenes, yeah. catch-up scenes in, like, She-Hulk. That would be great, yes. I, I would dig that. I'd appreciate that. Booyah. But, but honestly, after that, I do see, like, okay, Hulk is eventually always going to be the yeah. bigger threat came, the can, I yeah, over, yeah. can I overcome? And sure. there's not a ton of storytelling you can do with that. Uh but now here we have the abomination um, again. But this is really cool because a lot of this is real um, effects yeah, with CG- effects for sure with CGI abomination. So the cars being overturned and the explosions. Very Dark Knight Returns here. Yep, yep, exactly. And it's so crazy when you think of these all came out the same year. Yeah, Dark right. Knight, 
Incredible Hulk, Iron Man. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's pretty. And what pretty a wonderful time to be a comic book fan. Yep. Uh, the scariness of this, him just destroying everything. The other thing that goes on with this scene is like, there's not a missed beat, really. No. Like, there's some overabundance, maybe. Sure. But uh, I think the carnage itself is um, done very well. Yes, like, I agree. Every, every scene has its purpose. Yes. And uh, <laughs> I can't do it anymore. Yes, I, I, but I, and again, I love this scene because when I was watching it in the movie, in the movie theater, I never thought that he would let him go and that there would be, but this is a hero moment. This is the moment where the hero Mm -hmm. has to put aside what he wants and fight for, um, the betterment of humanity. And this is the part of the, this This, is the hero moment. This is acceptance. Yeah. This is, maybe this isn't a complete curse. And yeah, and I think that these guys are uh, this. I gotta jump out of the window. <laughs> I love that. This is a Ultimates yep. reference. Yep. Yep. A very classic scene in a comic book where our Captain America kicks Bruce Banner out of a moving helicopter. And and I will say that I like this scene more because this is more sweet and it's a hero journey <laughs> yes. moment. But Captain yes. was not nice. No, when he, was he not did it, nice at all. But I love. <laughs> But, but it was a great scene in a comic book, and it's a wonderful yeah, and, bring it back and here. It is melodramatic, it is heightened, and that's why we love these stories, is for moments like this. Finally we see them kiss, he's going to become a hero. Music swells. Love yeah, yeah. that. But now here's where I think it's fun, is they play with your expectations. You go, oh, he's going to turn into the Hulk, as he... He does not. <laughs> it's... <laughs> How wonderful um, is that? Yeah, that's a great, great um, subversion. Just slams of what, straight yeah. into the ground. <laughs> but again, that's a little humor, a little fun, a little um, subvert your expectations before we actually get the mm-hmm. fight. Yeah, and I love this. This just... And it feels like a freaking WWE wrestling match. Yep. Just no holds barred. Like... Yep. You, I, I would ask you to try to find me a hero versus villain, just straight up fight. punch him up. Yep. Fight. Yes. Like, and that's, and that's why I think that for me, did he just know, chuck a dude like uh, yes. sky high? There? Yep, that, yep. That's no good. <laughs> but that's why I love this movie when I first saw it. And I still really enjoy this movie is that this works for me. I want to see Hulk kick abominations, butt, and mm-hmm. that's what they're going to give us. So, you know. I can't be mad at a Hulk movie that does that. Um, another thing that evolved through, um, you can actually give it to DC for doing it, um, but a thing that evolved is the idea of human casualties. Yes. Uh, in this particular film, it's not a concern. No. Lots of people are going to die in here. Yep. Just and through the straight carnage. It's funny watching this now. Yes. Because of all the controversy over the years, I'm like, yes. they. It was not even a thing back then. No one even, no one even really cared or addressed it until technically it was Superman that yep. wrecked everybody. That everyone's like, what about the people? Exactly. And that opened up the MCU to start thinking about that. And I it's, thought it progressed in the MCU very well. Yes. Like, yeah, of course they're not thinking about human lives here. No one's seen something like this. Exactly. Uh, but awesome. by the, even Brass by knuckles. the time. 
basically after after Avengers, they start really figuring out how to get rid of people. Excellent again, all the way up to Ultron. Just, yes, just beat down happening right now. It's exactly. so good. A lot. But by Ultron, they're really concerned about getting people out. Yep. <laughs> a little payback for the kick before, I think. Yep. Uh, and now we're getting the 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 destruction of New York. Um, mm-hmm. This very this starting to feel like in that Sam Raimi Spider Man. We're starting to you know kind of have hints of that. People are coming out to see what's going on. Yep. And now we have. Ross on the right team yep. for a moment, at least. Yep, and uh, the abomination not liking him. Uh, but the the hilarious thing is, the more you see Hulk perform well, yeah. the more that Thunderbolt Ross descends into madness because yep. that he's right. He needs more Hulks. Yep. Because look how this is going. You know exactly. And I am interested to see what Thunderbolt Ross is doing now. Um, mm-hmm. But yet uh, this is. You know, this isn't gonna, this isn't gonna do anything for him. But, but I like that this is, uh, you know, this is gonna involve Betty and General Ross into the last act here. Um, he's gonna, you know, he's trying to kill them. Hulk's trying to protect them. Mm-hmm. Very superhero right here. That that part there was very Doomsday. Yep, very much Doomsday. <laughs> I, I I remember watching this the first time and going, "That's Doomsday." <laughs> yep. <laughs> I don't... I don't know who they're trying to fool, but Doomsday grows spines and stuff. And yep. uses his bones as protection and adapts. Setting up into our uh, um, set here, uh, mm-hmm. our little rooftop set, with this big CGI moment. Uh, which, you know, William I th- sign in the back. But I love the uh, shot here coming up of her falling right here. Oh, that's a good scene. It, yeah. You can really feel the, the, the yes. falling happening. Uh, again, more leaning into that horror story aspect that you're talking about yep. there. New scene. Yep. Uh, now we're going to be on a set here. Um, I will say that this uh, dates the movie itself as having one of those dark, dark areas to fight at the end of the movie. Yes. Um, this was just something that we did with superhero movies for yep. some reason. Is yep. the third act was always like insanely. Dark, yep. pitch black, almost. Well, in the early two thousands too, is kind of like X Men, Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Everything was like we're you know trying to get into that grittiness. So I definitely but think that they were like no matter how bright and beautiful the scenes were before. Yes, as Zach was saying in the middle of the movie, where like they opened it up during the daylight, and you were like, oh snap! Yeah. Most scenes for the final were always in the dark in the at dark. night. Yep, even Iron Man was a dark in yeah, the at night. night. Yep. yep. We get away from that, thankfully, because I like seeing the action in my third act. Yes. Um, and I will give it up to MCU. I believe they were the ones that kind of like opened that up. Sure. Because yep. DC definitely was too scared to move away from that. Well, and, and like you said, I think this was still part of the, you can't do too much because we still need to do CGI and we still need to hide stuff. Mm-hmm. I love that look of the Hulk going, I, do I really need to fight? Do I really yeah. need to do is, this? Is this something I gotta do? Uh, and but then, as a Hulk fan, I really love a lot of these moments. They are over the top, but the smashing of the hand and the Hulk smash—that's straight from the comics. All so of that's... these things are, in my opinion, necessary if we're only gonna get a one and done. Yes, like you gotta give me every aspect of it. Yes. Um. Yep. Mm-hmm, he's mm-hmm. uh. 
Oh yeah, get a little uh, spine, a little uh, elbow into the, yeah. But I again, I really enjoy this because it's uh, uh, you know, the Hulk's getting hurt. He's met his match. Uh, you know, and this is this is a uh, fun superhero Hulk action right here, which is what you, mm-hmm. which I never thought thought we'd see. Um, yeah, and then right here, here's the, so good. Yep. So good. Love that. Um, using a Hulk smash to put out the flames or a thunderclap that is. Yeah. Uh, abomination's not done yet. Boom. And again, like you said, this is very WWE. He's going to get now get some props. But I love this. Like, why wouldn't you have two behemoths grab some stuff and try and use it around you, you know? Yes. Um, you know, Oof. to hit the Hulk like that. Yep, try and mess up the humans. Very scary. Well, Hulk has already been seen, like, using... And, and I think that it's important to note that Hulk isn't using eloquent weapons like Abomination is. He's, no. He's got basically, like... Morning stars and things like that, and Hulk is using everything as boxing gloves or yep. shields. Uh, any last words? Again, the CGI not too crazy. They're doing a lot. Oh, so good. Boosh. That's awesome. Hulk yeah, smash. I love Come that. On. That works for me. He misses his footing. Awesome. Oh? Awesome. Yep. Oh. Yeah. Oh God. And then. But then the brutality of this, too, I loved. Hulk isn't trying, like you said, to be um, no fancy or no. doing any... No, he's trying to choke him and kill him. Yes. Which is... um, Yep, and great, great scenes. Oh, yeah. so good. But that's what you... Yeah. This is what we want. This is absolutely just a straight, brutal fight. Grappling yes. and... Again, I you want you're not gonna find another superhero film where it's just this hardcore of a fight. Even other Hulk films don't nope. do this. Like, how about just fighting? Yep. And yeah. But again, and again, this is some good superhero stuff. He could kill him, and she's gonna tell him to stop. Which is this is uh, arguably <laughs> when you compare it to Superman, why people had an issue because yep. Hulk here in his full savage rage did not. Kill Abomination. That's true, yeah. <laughs> he stopped. That's true. Same scene almost. Yeah, it's, it's kind of funny, yep. I love... This is very cool, though. This is the yep. roar. Yeah, yep. Yep. Uh, he won. He's beaten the... Yep. King of the... King of the castle. King of the kingdom. Very yeah. monster, right? Yep. Very Godzilla. Very, like... He puts uh, William Hurt asked him to. Yep, and now here's all the people. So this is very uh, Sam Raimi-ish to me a little yes. bit right here. Mm-hmm. You need the people of New York or people to. Yeah, uh, here's your abomination. Yeah, here's there you switch, go. You know. That was your weapon. Exactly. This is your good weapon. job. Yep. You almost killed everybody. How do you feel? <laughs> What's going on behind that mustache? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, now Betty is. Uh, yeah, the one tender moment um, before the end of the film where we get to see, they get to say goodbye right here. Well, and I think it's important to uh, show the people that he can be kind. Yes. Uh, yep. For the future of his uh, being a hero or accepted as a hero as such, right? Yep. 
Because half. Here. Yeah, great. Yeah, he's starting to get it. But and I love that they didn't even give that moment to breathe because now they're hunting him already. Because like you said, like this is just how Bruce Banner's life works. It's on a dime every time. Yep. He gets uh, no moments to relax. Nope. And I so I think this is one of the best CGI. This is a great this back scene right here, right? Uh right there. That is yeah. the Hulk right there. Wonderful. Yep. Yeah, that's the And now like you said, we have the uh he's running away scene. Yes. The Batman Dark Knight, yes, silent it's, protector. Uh, yeah. a, he's a, the hero you deserve. An emerald guardian. Yeah. <laughs> a dark emerald. Okay, a that's, Hulk. There you go. The, the Hulk is. Uh and now we have some um, added scenes. That's definitely the ending of the movie. This is mm-hmm. the the these are the seedlings for yes. um, things that are going to be in the future potentially. Potentially, uh, going back to uh, the last time she had the pot that on the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, didn't break. Didn't break. That right. is a good, good camera. Good stuff. But don't make um, them like they used to. But that's gonna end it for her. And now we're going to. Um, go to where uh, he is in British Columbia, which mm-hmm. at the beginning of the movie, he was around people trying to get rid of it. Now yeah. he's not around people trying, trying to, to find peace yeah. and trying to embrace it, mm-hmm. which uh, which I liked a lot. Which leans us, this is the handoff. So yep. basically what you're seeing here is everything that's going to be handed off to a different actor who then has to use this scene internally to kind of express it to people that potentially... And, exactly. And especially in the early days, most likely didn't see the film. Yep. Uh, David B., going back to David Banner. Yep. Um, Bruce Banner is his name in the comics. But, yep, there's the necklace that uh, they talked about earlier. He got it back for her. So, again, a very hero moment in the relationship as well. Yes. He has a nice little cabin. And, again, it's going to the very beginning of the film, Days Without Incident, that's going to be showing up here. And this is a, this is just a cool little fun moment, I think, that, Love it. you know. Because he's embracing it. He's Yep. He's controlling it. He's getting his... Uh, kind of. Days Without Incident. So it's been a month since the ending of the movie. Oh. Now he controls it. Here we go. Yes. And now, at the in the old days, we had this at the end of the credits. Right. So this is the other credits. Uh, he's Drink. drinking an Incredible Hulk. That's the name of the drink, That's which is amazing. hilarious. Uh, people were losing it. We went, oh, we're getting another credit scene. This was big back this then. Huge. Uh, and this is the biggest risk ever. Yeah. So uh, Tony's going to come in and explain a bunch of stuff that will absolutely not happen. Yes. Which is <laughs> because they had no idea what they were doing. They were just still trying to figure it out. Yep. He was... Uh... Heyo. Heyo. But again, this is so big. This was such a new thing. We were like, wow. Because they did it in Iron Man and we were like, oh, that's cute. Yep. But then they reiterated in the second one and we're like, wait a minute. We're actually doing this? Um, But here he's basically explaining that um, the Avengers are actually going to go against the Hulk is what they're trying to say Um, with help from Thunderbolt, which is not what actually happened later. No, no. But they were still trying to figure it out. Who's we? And that yep. also is very Ultimates, which it they is. took from very Ultimates. So. Their first villain was the the Hulk. The Hulk, so. yes. So um, there it is, everybody. That was um, 2008's Incredible Hulk. Uh, mm-hmm. We really hope you uh, enjoyed the journey. I think that 
if you could tell from both Richie and I, this is a underrated and not talked about, pretty forgotten film in the MCU. Yeah, and will, I, I think it will be the the lowest rated film of the MCU we actually cover. That yeah, um, and that's and it's sad because I genuinely believe there are um, movies that are technically worse than this. I, I, agree I don't with you. like saying things are bad. Or no, worse, no, no. I agree with you, but like personally, for me, for, I think that this was the I'm beginning. Watching, yeah, this was the beginning of uh, the mountain, and to see them with their shovels trying to you know pack it in and making stuff, that's pretty cool. And to say, oh, it's not as pretty as the resort that it now has on top of right. it. That's you know that's you that's work to get there. And this yes. again, like I said, we're working in pottery. Our clay is very messy right now, but yep. the form is starting to take shape, and it's just really incredible to watch Great the stuff. process. Uh, I'm very happy it exists. It is part of my MCU timeline Absolutely. always. Um, and I, I, I love this movie. I will rewatch it, and I'm happy um, you know, that future generations will see it. So, Well, there you go. It is time for us to head back to the car. Um, hopefully you guys had a great time, and we will catch you next month. All right, talk to you guys later, and Hulk smash.